Good evening. I'm Paul DiRienzo with these headlines. Hamas has released two hostages. Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced the release earlier today. We welcome the release. We share in the relief that their families, friends, and loved ones are feeling. But there are still 10 additional Americans who remain unaccounted for uh, in this conflict. We know that some of them are being held hostage by Hamas, along with an estimated 200 other hostages uh, held in Gaza. Blinken added the U.S. has yet to meet with the released hostages, but he thanked the government of Qatar. Israel has vowed to wipe out Hamas, continually pounding the city of Gaza and its 2.3 million inhabitants as Israeli tanks and soldiers are massing at the border. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres was at Rafah, that's the crossing with Egypt, where he says humanitarian aid must be allowed to cross and soon. So these trucks are not just trucks. They are a lifeline. They are the difference between life and death for so many people in Gaza. And to see them stuck here makes me be very clear. What we need is to make them move, to make them move to the other side of this wall. Secretary of State Blinken added that aid for Gaza is expected to cross soon. We've been working relentlessly with Ambassador David Satterfield on the ground, working with the United Nations, with Egypt, with Israel, to put that into motion. Uh, and my expectation is that you'll see that moving soon. And the Palestinian Health Ministry reported at least 4,137 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza, including hundreds of children, with 13,000 wounded. Overnight, Israeli forces have struck the Church of St. Porphyrus in Gaza City, where hundreds of Christians and Muslims had sought sanctuary. About 18 Palestinians were killed. The Israeli military says they don't attack churches, but the facility was near a Hamas headquarters. In related news, United States and Allied forces have come under repeated attacks in Syria and Iraq since the October 7th assault by Hamas. A United States warship in the Red Sea shot down four cruise missiles and 15 drones on Wednesday over a nine-hour period, according to an unnamed U.S. government official. The Pentagon had earlier said it shot down two missiles on a course consistent with an attack on Israel. Information about these engagements is still being processed. And uh, we cannot say for certain what these missiles and drones were targeting, but they were launched from Yemen, heading north along the Red Sea, potentially towards targets in Israel. Pentagon spokesperson General Pat Ryder. The Houthi are an ethnic group within Yemen that seized control of most of that nation in 2014. They've been under attack by Saudi Arabia ever since until a recent ceasefire. The war in Yemen has produced one of the worst humanitarian crises in modern times. And in more protest news, earlier this week, thousands of Jewish peace activists rallied in Washington, D.C., demanding passage of a bill to bring a ceasefire to Gaza. Organizers say it was the largest Jewish rally in support of Palestine in history. Jay Sapper is a leader with Jewish Voices for Peace. Life is precious, and we must do everything to address the root causes of violence, which is 75 years of occupation and apartheid that have been supported by the U.S. government through the tune of $3.8 billion in military funding each year. And so we want to continue to pressure the U.S. government, which has been complicit and provided moral cover for the Israeli military, to not pledge further weapons and further money as President Biden has. 
and in national news, Republicans have quietly dropped Representative Jim Jordan from the ballot for Speaker of the House after he lost a third ballot in a row with even less votes than previous. The Honorable Jim Jordan of the state of Ohio has received 194. The Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 210. Brooklyn Democrat Hakeem Jeffries won the vote, but not by enough to take the job in the GOP-controlled House. He praised the rejection of hard-right supporter Jim Jordan. We are saying to our traditional Republican colleagues, good men and women on the other side of the aisle, in the attachment to the extremist Jim Jordan and join with Democrats in finding a bipartisan path forward. Representative Hakeem Jeffries, I'm Paul DiRienzo in New York.